0: Well, uh, let me see. Uh, Stu's been on vacation, uh, so he's uh, he's been you know just kicking back, relaxing while those Americans working hard to make sure this economy keeps going, that we keep business here in America, yeah. that we we have labor forces here in America that can help the country. You the, were, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I, I that wasn't me. I was on vacation, on, but they you? were doing it. Yeah, Group six was yeah. doing it. How about did you buy socks from Grip6 while you were on vacation to help Not them? while I was on vacation, wow. but I have wow. bought Grip6 See, socks before. This is the kind of un-American attitude that a Canadian sports hero and spy <laughs> would have. Look, Grip6, they make great socks, they make great belts and wallets, but it's all made here in America. Put your hard-earned money in a company that does it right and does it here in America. This is a company that has uh, risked a lot to do it all here in America, and they make great, great products. Grip6.com/back. Grip the number six.com/back.
1: Lend back program
0: Alrighty. So we may be arresting a former president. Huh? Huh? Uh, a, a a a uh a state is going after a federal crime. I, I I'm trying to I And that crime was already dismissed by the FEC is it now they're not gonna I am trying to get my arms around this and the former president is asking everybody to march and I would but if they're doing that to the president what are they doing to the American people hmm you know what the problem is the G.O.P. Clearly, I'll explain, oh, and some financial stuff that you need to be aware of. Coming up, 60 seconds we begin. Jason wrote in about his dog's experience with Rough Greens. Says, Ginger loves Rough Greens. She's four years old. She can be a picky eater sometimes, but with Rough Greens, she eats her food immediately. She has more energy, more regular. Keep coming, Rough Greens, keep it coming. If you want your dog to be really super healthy, get all of the vitamins nutrients the probiotics everything that your dog needs on the kibble food you just sprinkle this on top and you're going to be amazed at the difference it makes in your dog even your dog's eating habits i think at least it did for uno rough greens so confident your dog's going to love it they have a special deal you get the first bag free You just uh, pay for shipping. Rough Greens, -Greens com slash beck, roughgreens.com slash beck, or you can call them at 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Okay, so let me ask you, does anyone actually believe that if someone were accused of paying hush money to avoid a sex scandal in the matter that Donald Trump did, that he would be prosecuted? If, let's say, let's just pick somebody out of the air, uh, Bill Clinton, ever paid someone to be quiet about a sex scandal, do you think Bill Clinton would have been prosecuted? Not a chance. Not a chance. I mean, and this is, you're
1: talking about a president. I mean, think about a regular citizen, a Hunter Biden, perhaps, if he were to have done something in this realm, would he be prosecuted? Hmm. My guess is no. Hmm. My guess is no.
0: Hmm. Now there is a, um, there is a, a, a great article from the New York sun, uh, that, uh, just, just sums it up this way. Um, the head of the KGB once said to Stalin, show me the man and I will find you the crime. J Edgar Hoover, uh, said, uh, for my friends, everything for my enemies, the law okay all right well that's kind of a problem but this is what we have we have a system that just wants to get donald trump have you noticed the left is not actually talking about the crime or debating the crime or is this a is This is a federal crime. How are they doing this in the state of New York? Nobody's talking about principles here. The left is all saying, well, we told you he'd go to jail for something. That's show me the man and I'll find the crime. And that's exactly what's been going on. By the way, Hillary Clinton was accused and, uh, uh, she was convicted in a court of law for uh, campaign finance for the uh, crossfire hurricane. OK, so they had to pay a fine for the crossfire hurricane uh, debacle. She didn't go to jail. No Nobody even talked about putting her in jail. Why, so why does Donald Trump, what? Here's the problem. As I was thinking about what I was going to say to you today. In normal times, I would say, we should go to Washington. We should stand and march. But these are normal times. I won't say that to you. I'll say just the opposite. Don't do it. Because in normal times, when we would gather together, we would come with our families. Now, people uh, don't want to bring their families to things like this because, I don't know, you could have a crazy man or Ray Epps next to you. I don't want to march with a bunch of people I don't know. Now, whose fault is that? Now, hear me out. This is what's happening. We have now been shown that, yeah, they'll do this to the president of the United States, and they'll shut you up because they're just letting people languish in jail or in prison for January 6th. You saw what happened with a shaman. Should he be in jail? Of course not, but he's a political prisoner. All of this has been about politics. We, we know now what happened with Fauci. We know that he lied about the um, origin. We know that he lied about doing experiments with the Wuhan lab. He lied about it. Has he gone to jail? No. Why? Because it's political. So how do we stand up for our rights when you have a government that doesn't care about your right to protest? In fact, they use protest on their side, no matter how violent. They'll burn cities down and then our vice president will help bail those people out. And on our side, you'll have people who are wrongly accused. And our GOP won't do jack. Who are the people that have stood up for January six people who stood up for them. I mean, the wrongly accused, the grandmas that, you know, went through hell and got a ticket for Parading. Or went to jail for parading? Where is anybody? See, the problem is not just the Democrats. The problem is the Republicans. The Republicans haven't done jack squat to make anyone feel like they have anyone in Washington watching over their rights. Who's watching Our rights. Governments are instituted among men to protect those rights. That's the Declaration of Independence. Who's protecting your right? Do you feel comfortable going out and peacefully protesting in a group? Do you feel comfortable that an FBI agent might be part of it? And causes trouble or incites, or a crazy person comes and incites people, and that you wouldn't be targeted if you were in that crowd. I don't feel comfortable. You know why I don't feel comfortable? Because nobody's looking at individual rights anymore. You're just a collective, you're just a bunch of those crazy Trump supporters that'll just do anything you know those 90 million crazies you you can't defend rights in a collective situation we are a country now of the collective you're innocent or guilty based on who you're with what you believe So where's the GOP today? If the GOP isn't raising hell, I think we should be raising hell with them. I don't need to leave the comfort of my home to protest. Every single one of us, every single American, I don't care who you, who you support Who you don't support. I don't care if you're a Trump supporter or not. All of us should be on the phone today with our elected representative saying, do you represent the Bill of Rights or not? Because we're not comfortable going out and protesting and have our voices be heard because we don't feel you, the GOP, will protect any of us because you're cowards. You're cowards. You have long ago sold out the Bill of Rights. You're not holding anyone responsible in the FBI. You're having those hearings. Good for you. Good for you. When are you going to wrap those up? And then what happens? We get a report and... Who is the leader that is leading the charge to protect all Americans' rights? The right to peacefully protest when a police officer does what they did to George Floyd. And who will protect the right of the store owner or the homeowner when that crowd or portions of that crowd decide to light it on fire. You can't live in a society and be free if you don't have equal justice. Do you know? The Bible has two rules for judges, two rules, two One of them is not to take bribes. But that's the second one. What do you think God says is the first rule that all judges must uh, uh, obey? What's the first rule? Judges will not look at the face of the accused or the defendant. In other words, justice must be blind. It doesn't matter who's sitting in that chair, your friend, your foe, a rich man or a poor man. There's two rules. And I know so much of America just doesn't believe in the Bible anymore. That's fine. Look at it as a just a great storybook. Because it tells the story of what happens to civilizations when they violate these things over and over and over again. Two rules. Don't take any bribes. Don't have any friends or enemies that you're judging. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter who that person is. Who's standing up for that? Do you believe you, if you were a, if you were a uh, uh, January 6th person, do you believe you would get a fair trial outside of Washington, D.C.? I think so, probably. Do you think you could get a fair trial in Washington, D.C.? I don't. I don't. That's a problem. You have no republic. You have no democracy if these things are allowed to stand. And it is time to be very clear with the GOP, very clear with every elected official. If you're not raising holy hell right now, when will you? When will you? What do they have to violate For you to stand up. Last week, they violated all common sense. They violated all rules of law. They just bailed a bank out because they said that one's an important bank. Well, what about all the local banks that you say aren't important, but they have 60% of our commercial loans? 60%. All businesses, 60% of business is done through our local banks. If you won't bail them out because, well, that's just a little bank. Our entire economy collapses. When's enough enough? I suggest you call your GOP. I suggest you call them locally, I suggest you call them at the state level. I suggest you call them at the capital level. When will you stand for my rights? Governments are instituted among men to protect those rights. When will you stand? What will it take? I suggest you do it today. Let me ask you something waking up every day frustrating that you have you know to face another day hurting pain is your body's way of letting you know something's wrong most of the time what it's trying to tell you is something's wrong with your joints you have inflammation someplace and it's causing the pain and you can find ways to mask the pain but that doesn't work masking the pain only makes things that's just telling your body oh yeah turn off that car alarm because nobody's going to look anyway Maybe somebody should look. is your body's car alarm. Here's how you can fight it. Most of our pain comes from inflammation. You can try Relief Factor. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. It directly attacks inflammation, which is the biggest source of pain and problems in our body. ReliefFactor.com. Go there now. ReliefFactor.com. Try it for three weeks. 800, the number four relief. Get the three-week quick start now. 1995, ReliefFactor.com. 800, the number four relief. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. 10 seconds, Station ID. Welcome back to uh, Stu. Stu. Wanted to make sure
1: I got back into studio for the full societal collapse.
0: Yes, Mm -hmm. you'll be here. You'll be here. Could happen at any time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, it's interesting that uh, they're working so hard to go after uh, Donald Trump. And yet, last week, we now have evidence, proof, that the Chinese Communist Party was just sending checks to the Biden family. We have proof now of it. Anybody care? Anybody care? Anybody in Washington? Anybody care? I do believe uh, on CNN we did get some analysis on that front. We did. We did. Could we play the uh, Mm -hmm. CNN analysis, please?
2: On a certain level, just as a layperson, you hear this, and it doesn't sound good. Uh, There's a guy whose name is uh, John Robinson Walker. He gets $3 million from
0: a Chinese space company and proceeds to wire it out to a bunch of people named Biden. One of whom is Hunter Biden. Another one is a company that belongs to the president's brother, James Biden, and another amount of money to Beau Biden's uh, widow, Hallie. So, again, from a layperson, that doesn't look good. Yeah, from a (laughs) layperson, you know, from anybody that doesn't look good. Mm. I mean, what 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 exactly? Is Halle Biden bringing to the table for this Hong Kong energy company? Oh, so much.
1: Right. So much you can't describe. You know, I love that because the insinuation is if a lay person might think it's important, a smart person, a person in the know, would realize, of course, it's not important. Correct. That's how they frame the criticism. Correct. Around uh, around Biden, they they lead you to the conclusion that they want, which is for you to not care about it.
0: Yeah. And this, you is- know, what's funny is when um, when Donald Trump was accused of a not perfect phone call. Can you remember mm-hmm. that? I do remember. I that. instructed my staff, and I said to you on the air, "I don't know. We'll find out." And if he, if he did do something that he wouldn't, we're going to tell you about it. And we'll be against it. But let's find out. And we did. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that, I didn't say to you, well, it looks bad to a lay person, but we're smarter than you here in the press. And the really smart people in Washington, they really know. First of all, wait. Wait. You said none of this was true. None of this was true. Then on Friday, Hunter sues the guy at the computer repair shop because he says, oh, you violated my privacy. <laughs> well, you said it wasn't true. And now, once again, well, it looks bad that checks were written to, you know, the daughter-in-law. To a layperson, it looks To bad. a layperson, yeah. but a, a non-layperson, an expert knows, oh my gosh, her, what she brought to the table for these Chinese communists uh, and their, their energy company. Uh, it's, it's beyond description. In fact, as a layperson, I could describe it to you, but you wouldn't understand it because you're a layperson, <laughs> but just trust us. There's nothing to see here. More on the Glenn and Donald program. Trump next. All right. I want to tell you about the, uh, U.S. Air Force Senior Master Sergeant Israel Del Toro Jr. In one horrific moment, his tour of Afghanistan, his Humvee exploded, leaving him with a, ex- just severe burns over 80% of his body. Doctors gave him a 15% chance of survival. He did survive because he's a fighter. I mean, a real fighter. He later became the first disabled airman permitted to reenlist. He has a gold medal uh, that he took from the Invictus Games, too. Today, he's on the road sharing his stories to help others. Tunnel to Towers Foundation made sure that he and his family received a mortgage-free smart home. He has a, a ton of smart features that help him live more independently. Will you help heroes like Del Toro when they need it most? Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers. That's T2T.org. the number two, t, dot org. T2T.org. It's Tunnel to Towers. Check them out. They are well worth your time and your contribution head over to blaze tv.com slash glenn if you use the promo code
1: will not be censored you'll save 20 bucks off your subscription to blaze tv
0: we are uh gonna be talking to chip roy here in just a second alan dershowitz at the top of the hour on What is happening with Donald Trump? What is what does this mean for the republic? Um, I know I have talked to people for years. Mike Lee is one of them who said once they start putting their political foes either side, either side, once they start putting their political foes into jail, it opens up a can of worms and you never go back and we become a banana republic. So are we there? Are we there yet? By the way, a uh, former uh, FDIC chairman says the U.S. banking system is now nearing another Bear Stearns moment. Um, Bear Stearns, if you remember, they uh, were I think they were bailed out. Right. They were bailed out uh, Bear Stearns and then didn't bail out Lehman Brothers. And the whole thing spun out of control. And it took about four or five months in between the two of them. But that was the beginning of it. Well, we are headed for something really bad. And I am hoping, I said to you last week, that I didn't think that this was, I, I didn't think this was the the moment that it all comes undone. But it might be. And I'll give you the case for that coming up in just a little while. Right now, we have Chip Roy on with us. Hello, Chip. How are you, sir? Good morning, Glenn.
2: I hope you're doing well.
0: Well, uh, honestly, Chip, I, um, I'm worried about just about everything. I'm worried about war. I'm worried about the supply chains. I'm worried about the banks. And now I'm really worried about our republic. Uh, I mean, I think this is a banana republic kind of uh, uh, moment for us with the indictment possibly of of president trump
2: yeah look this this is what happens when you've got democrats in charge of everything right and and this is uh something we should all be concerned and worried about you're right the banking situation is real the situation around the world and the rattling with russia and china getting together and meeting is real our our energy situation that they're killing with their climate fetish is real the wide open borders are real this is having real consequences on americans and now you're pointing out rightly that we've got a two-tier or multi-tier justice system where you've got a radical uh, you know, Manhattan DA clearly doing the bidding of leftists in New York to basically trump up, so to speak, and go you know, find a charge to levy against the former president uh, because the feds passed on it. I mean, think about that for a second. The feds passed on what we're talking about here probably because they looked at Michael Cohen as being kind of a dubious witness. But now they're going to go try to back into this thing with some sort of business records thing uh, and try to turn this into a felony, when at most it's maybe a misdemeanor. I mean, they're, 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 look, at the end of the day, you cannot walk away from the fact that the former president clearly paid a porn star off to hush up right before an election. Correct. That occurred. But when the prosecutors are trying to turn that, which seems to be a very personal thing uh, that he wanted to deal with just to get, you know, off the table and turn that into a, you know, cause celeb to go after the former president. Now you've got the politicization of the justice system, the rule of law, and you're turning into a banana republic. This is why people don't understand how Chip Roy, who supported the America First Agenda, but had issues with some of the things the president's, you know, said and done, and that I support Ron DeSantis, but yet this weekend I was blasting the Manhattan DA because they're politicizing the the uh the the district attorney's office look man we're all going to be dead and gone in 20 40 50 years we got to save this republic for our kids and grandkids and the rule of law matters and the rule of law can only be supported if you're not politicizing it and again i'm not brushing aside what could be a misdemeanor i don't know i haven't seen the indictment it's not out yet but it's clearly a politicized effort to target the former president that's wrong and it should send chills up the spine of every american about our justice system, because if they can do it to him, they can go after anyone, you know, for some breach of some of the thousands of statutes out there that have been passed wantonly for decades.
0: Well, what what concerns me here um, is that, you know, the president said, you know, I hope that people are out on the street protesting. Mm, People aren't going to be out in the street because if they're doing this to the president, Uh, We know what they did to grandmas who, you know, spent time in jail for parading was the charge uh, on January 6th. I want the bad guys of January 6th to go to jail. I want the people who weren't part of some conspiracy or revved up by people like Ray Epps uh, to, you know, go free. We have a system here where, quite honestly, Chip, I don't think the GOP is standing up for our rights enough. I, I, I just don't see the, the understanding that our republic is over if we don't stop the, the administration from just making up new laws, uh, bailing out banks because they decide they can and others they don't want to. We, we, we have no law and for the feds to pass on this, for this district attorney to originally pass on this and now come back to it as a, I got the guy, let me find the crime. We got nothing left. Where, when, When will the GOP come together and say, this is a real problem and we've got to stand up for the Bill of Rights?
2: Yeah, Glenn, you're you're uh, you're preaching my language, brother, and I mean it. Uh, You know, I have been pushing my colleagues that we have got to be aggressive, aggressive in going after how the bureaucracy in Washington and generally in government is being weaponized against the American people. Um, You brought up January 6th. Hey, you can be an American and believe what you just said, which is exactly right, Glenn, that there were people there who made some really stupid mistakes and should be punished for it. And there were some people there who are being railroaded by politicized, uh, quote unquote, justice, shoved through a system, left in jail, targeted for, you know, parading and so forth. And you can you can believe two things at the same time. You can believe that the president made a mistake. And, you know, is, you know, having to deal with that by paying off, again, a porn star for a tryst or an alleged tryst right before an election, but not believe that you should have a Manhattan D.A., as you just said, who is now going after a, quote, falsifying business records, which is a misdemeanor under New York law and trying to turn it into a felony. By trying to connect it to saying it was in committing another crime, but trying to use essentially the federal crime as the other crime, which is the federal crime, the federal law enforcement chose not to pursue. Look, this is banana republic stuff. We have an obligation to save this country and defend the rule of law. That is why I took the path of saying that we should actually stand up and accept the electors two years ago. That was hard to do because a lot of my Trump supporters were like, hey, why are you doing this? You know why? Because I had 50 sets of electors and I had an obligation to process 50 slates of electors. I believe that you've got to objectively try to go fight for the rule of law if you want to save this republic for our kids and grandkids, no matter what the political ramifications and realities are. Yes. But the last point I want to make is we cannot, as Republicans, unilaterally disarm while these ass clowns are destroying our republic. And that's what they're doing they're doing it with the climate fetish, killing energy in America. They're doing it abroad by weakening us and engaging in endless wars. And then we're getting our butts kicked by China while they're building their Navy. And we're running around talking about how great the defense is in terms of being woke and diversity, equity, and inclusion. And we're doing the number one agenda is making sure we're not impacting the climate. That's what your defense department is doing. And you're losing recruiting. Look, we need to shake the whole system as Republicans. We need to get out and say, we're not going to spend another dollar. We're not going to borrow another dollar. We're not going to spend another dollar unless we stop funding crazy. We're going to take back this system right now. And My message to Republicans is, good luck getting something to the rules committee with me on it. or not blasting them from here to kingdom come if they don't stop funding the very things that you and I are talking about undermining our freedom. Fund a strong defense. Stop funding this woke weaponized garbage, undermine and you know let 's make the FBI you know uh, feel like they 've been you know totally undermined and lost their power rather than getting a new four hundred million dollar headquarters in Maryland, right. We should do our job in defense of the american people
0: well i 'm glad to hear you say that, and i I knew that 's what you would say because you have been blasting the GOP but I am urging my listeners to call every member of the House and the Senate uh, and everybody they know that's in with the GOP from the local level all the way to the top. Say, I'm done with you if you don't start defending the Constitution of the United States. I'm done. This clearly... People are undermining governments are instituted among men to protect these rights. When I don't feel comfortable marching in the United States of America, I don't feel comfortable that I wouldn't be swept up into some sting operation or trumped up charges. Uh, that's a problem. This is supposed to be the freest nation when France can have demonstrations and they go ugly and you have the people who are being arrested the ones who were causing the problem and the other people go free and we don't feel we have that here there's a real problem
2: a real problem and and, and glenn here's the question that every republican should be asked when all of your listeners call in just literally ask them why on earth should they fund the expansion of the IRS to the tune of $80 billion? Why should they fund the continued payment of welfare to people not working and expansion of Medicaid to people not working? Why should they fund the new $400 million headquarters for the FBI? Why should they fund COVID vaccine mandates and discrimination still going on as we speak at DOD? Why should they fund a VA that is changing its motto to eliminate the President Lincoln quote, which said to care for him who shall have borne the battle and for his widow and for his orphan? They want to, you know, politically correct that and take the his out. Why are we funding the World Health Organization? Why are we funding gender transition and other similar programs? Why would we fund the Manhattan DA's office? to politicize the prosecution of a former president? Why would we continue to fund the massive Department of Homeland Security that is literally ignoring the law and exposing American people to 72,000 dead fentanyl uh, Americans and actually killing migrants in the process? I'm sick of it, Glenn, and Republicans better get religion this year or there will be no Republican Party. And over my dead body are we gonna pass garbage this year that doesn't change it.
0: God bless you, Chip. Thank you very much. Uh, We'll uh, keep you in our prayers. Thank you. Uh, Chip Roy from the great state of Texas. One of the guys who actually means what he says. Uh, All right. Let me tell you about my Patriot supply. Where do you stand on the on the word unthinkable? Do you think any of this could have happened a year ago? Would you imagine we're in exactly this situation? We are looking at an energy crisis we are looking at war with not only Russia, but also with China, possibly even now the Middle East. Um, we are uh, we've got a president who might be arrested this week on charges that the feds already passed on. Uh, we, we, a, a banking system that is on the edge. I, I'm telling you, there are so many ways that this thing can come apart. Please call my Patriot Supply now. I'm going to give you, I'm just running late already, but I'm going to give you uh, a perspective on what's happening with the banking uh, situation. And I'm not telling you something that I'm not doing myself. I told my wife last night, honey, we've got to go to Costco and we just got to stock up on food. Because if this, God forbid, is the moment, you better be prepared Luckily, my Patriot Supply, we have enough food for anything that we would, would happen to us um, You know, in a long-term situation. We want you to be prepared with my Patriot Supply as well. Please call them. Right now, you'll save $200 per kit. Each kit gives you a wide variety of breakfast, lunch, dinners, drinks, snacks, 2,000 calories a day, optimum strength and energy, Claim $200 in savings per kit. Sleep better. Please prepare yourself. It's MyPatriotSupply.com. Call them now. MyPatriotSupply.com.
2: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: Or or, hello and welcome to the uh, program. We're glad you're here. Uh, So um, word is that President Biden spoke to Warren Buffett about the banking crisis. Now, Warren Buffett was involved in 2008, made a lot of money by bailing out banks. Um, And word is that uh, he got a call about the banks on uh, what Friday or Saturday. And then I noticed yesterday that there on Twitter, someone was watching the private jets that are landing in Omaha, Nebraska uh, yesterday. And it is unusual for this number of jets to arrive at this little FBO. Uh, There was five that landed at 10 a.m., three at 2 p.m., five at 3.30, five at 5, six at 6.15, three at 7.30. And it looked as though these jets were bringing people there and then they would fly away and then uh, come back with more people. And the other people that had been dropped off the last time get on the plane. New people get off the plane. Looks like there were meetings and they're guessing it was all they were mainly net jets, which is owned by Buffett. Uh, It uh, they're guessing that this was regional banks. Uh, that were coming in and warren buffett was talking to them about possible bailouts oh this is good because this
1: is this is why i come to the Glenn Beck program on a day like today right i want to hear uh when i can schedule uh societal collapse because it feels like we are we're having a little bit of a we're bumping into that. This that is going to be a, a critical bit. week. Yeah. Yeah. This is this just going to be. Like I mean, yeah. Credit Suisse is. I mean, just yeah, gone, gone. Like a, that's kind of a big name. Yeah, absorbed. 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 Yeah. And yeah, yeah, that's kind of a big thing. Mm-hmm. You know, multiple mm-hmm. big banks here going down. Yeah, it does feel like we've used all of our bullets to stop any oncoming. Uh, wait problem. until I
0: give you the real word on that. We'll do that next hour. Mm-hmm. I'll give you all the numbers from last week. It is a critical week to just be careful, watch, be aware. uh, Critical week. Uh, Also, Alan Dershowitz next. In the 1960s, 95% of the clothing Americans bought made right here. In America today, 97% made overseas. That's a complete reversal. I, I, I welcome American Giant back as a sponsor this year. American Giant is all about American workers and the products that they make. It's about good-paying jobs that allow people to take pride in their hard work for what they do. They began in 2012 when a clothing factory in North Carolina was gonna shut down, and they worked with the factory and decided, let's invest in new machinery and skill development, and they did. And it's 10 years later, and they make some of the best American clothing out there, the best hoodie you'll ever own, ever. Remember those cotton sweatshirts? They don't make them like that anymore because we lost the machines until American Giant brought them back and trained Americans how to make them again. Buy American today. American-Giant.com slash Glenn. That's American-Giant.com slash Glenn. All men are created equal. They have inalienable rights that were granted by our Creator. And governments are instituted among men to protect those rights. Is our government doing the number one job? Protecting the rights of individual Americans. It seems to me that justice is not blind. Justice is saying, oh, you burned a city down, but you did it for the right reasons, so no penalty. You, you broke the windows of the Capitol. You did it for the wrong reasons, so real harsh penalty for you. Uh, Hillary, um, the crossfire hurricane thing, or, or these top secret documents that you had your staff cut top secret off in a skiff and sent them over the email to you. Not a problem, but what is Donald Trump doing with that box of top secret documents? That's not protecting your rights, and you think it's being played out at this scale, but if if they'll do this to either Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump, doesn't matter which side was doing it, you don't have a chance of them not doing it to you. A violation of our civil rights, no matter what side it's on, is a violation of all of our civil rights, and it's got to end. All right, let's get some perspective on this from Alan Dershowitz and President Trump possibly being arrested this week. We go there in 60 seconds. So I was um, I was up at the uh, ranch over the weekend and saw the cows and the cattle and some of it's been a bad bad really bad winter in some areas of the country and uh, some of my neighbors have lost 40 percent of their herd uh, because of the weather that is just crazy crazy amount um, we are now down to the smallest herd of cattle in America since 1960. and uh, we got a lot more people to feed. W- would you do me a favor? Would you consider buying your meat from GoodRanchers.com? Good Ranchers is all 100% meat uh, from America. You'll also get free bacon for a year. 24 ounces of Applewood smoked bacon added to each box every month for a year for free. That's 100% American, high-quality bacon sourced from our local farmers and our local ranches. We're talking about $200 worth over the course of the year. Beef prices are expected to go up another 15% by the end of this year. But as always, you'll lock your price in. You'll never pay a higher price as long as you're subscribed to Good Ranchers. So go to GoodRanchers.com. That's GoodRanchers.com. And use the promo code BECK. Mr. Alan Dershowitz, how are you, sir? I am doing great. I wish the country were doing great. (sighs) Uh, I
3: think that the impending prosecution of Donald Trump uh, will destroy the rule of law in America, which is why I wrote my book, Get Trump because that's what they're doing. They're focusing on a person rather than a crime. You know, the Torah, the Bible, gives prosecutors and judges two instructions. One, don't take bribes. That's obvious. The other is, lo takir panim, do not recognize faces. Do not do justice based on who the person is. That's a prohibition in the Bible. It's a prohibition in the Constitution. It's a prohibition in the Bill of Rights. It's a prohibition into the rule of law. And yet the district attorney of Manhattan, ignoring previous district attorneys, ignoring uh, the U.S. Attorney's Office, the Justice Department, is going after Bragg on a made-up crime, a crime that doesn't exist. It's part of Get Trump. And if you want to protest, get Trump, get my book, get Trump. That'll send a message that we don't approve of that.
0: I tell you, I don't think people are going to go out in the streets and protest and mass, which a few years ago, it would have happened. Uh, But I don't think they're doing they're going to do it this time because we know this federal government, this Justice Department does not protect the lawful uh, uh, gathering. Of American citizens to speak their voice. We also are concerned about—is that an FBI guy who is trying to get the get the crowd, you know, all whipped up into a frenzy? Yeah. I, it, I mean, we don't believe our rights are protected as an average citizen anymore. That's a frightening not, place to be in America.
3: And it's not only the Justice Department; it's the New York City DA's office, the New York City Attorney General's office. The Attorney General of New York ran on the campaign of Get Trump. That's where I got the title of my book from. Her campaign, Get Trump. She promised to get Trump no matter what. Constitution be damned. Bill of Rights be damned. uh, The rule of law be damned. Get Trump. That's the most important thing. We have to stop him from running. Of course, the irony is even if they indict him and convict him, he can still run. The Constitution provides for only you know a a handful of bases for running after 35 you have to not have fought in the civil war against the north and you have to have been born in america and he satisfies all of those criteria so he can still run and this may backfire on on democrats who are abusing the law to get trump and i hope it does and i hope that maybe the district attorney will listen to reason and not indict him although trump has said that he's likely to be indicted uh tomorrow you know justice jackson once said that uh, any prosecutor can rummage through the hundreds of statutes we have and, and try to find something against anybody, not just Trump, not just Hillary Clinton, but you and me and your Uncle Charlie and your grandson, uh, they can find something. And if this prosecution is allowed to uh, go forward and culminate in a conviction, it will mean that they will start making crimes up against the average person who they don't like.
0: Can you go, can you take us through this um, at all, Alan? Where sure. because uh, people will say, "Okay, well, I don't think you should be paying hush money," um, but no. is that illegal? How are they? What what charges are they going after? Has this well, ever been done before? Take no. us through this. Sure, it's
3: never been done before. Number one, so they're charging him with a misdemeanor. Uh, misdemeanor has a two year statute of limitations. This happened six years ago. They're trying to turn the misdemeanor into a felony by saying that the reason he paid, quote, hush money, it wasn't hush money, he settled the case like so many other people do. But the reason he settled the case was to help his campaign rather than to avoid embarrassment with his wife and his family, his children, etc. They're not going to be able to prove that. But as the former chief judge of the New York Court of Appeals once said, a prosecutor can get a grand jury to indict a ham sandwich. Mm. And in New York, you can probably get a petty jury to convict a ham sandwich as long as his name is Trump. And so there is a possibility that he'll get indicted and get convicted. I think it will be reversed on appeal uh, because the law doesn't permit targeting of individuals and making up crimes. This is a Mickey Mouse crime. Uh, So they say that he paid the hush money in order to help his campaign and therefore the payment was a campaign contribution it's never been done before they tried it once before on candidate edwards and it was a much much stronger case right. and of course they lost in front of a jury um but uh, it's never been tried since and uh, that was a federal crime this is a state crime and uh it's a shame that a, a district attorney would abuse justice so so greatly And it it endangers justice for all of us.
0: So, Alan, where where is anyone? I mean, when we get to a place to where we're taking out our opponents, I mean, I I spoke to Mike Lee about this uh, with uh, Hillary Clinton and what was going on with Hillary Clinton. And he said, Glenn, once you start going after a opponent, you become a banana republic. The republic is just over. Um, because ret- because retribution will ju- the other side will say, oh, we're playing that game. OK. And then you're just done. Um Look, uh, the d-
3: head of a banana republic, one of the Central
0: American dictators once said,
3: for my friends, everything for my enemies, right. the law, the so, law. And that's what will happen. And, and Senator Lee is right. Senator Lee's father was a good friend of mine. We clerked together on the United States Supreme Court. And Lee is a brilliant, brilliant guy. And um, uh, he's right. And we don't want to be a banana republic on either side. And so, so but my, know, my, question, you, my yeah. question
0: to you is, where are the classical liberals? Where are the people that don't like Donald <laughs> Trump, <laughs> but will stand up and say this is about principle here?
3: Well, you're talking to them. Uh, I'm the last standing Democrat civil libertarian in the world. Uh, Oh, I may have a, a handful of colleagues, but where are the civil liberties union people? Where are people who are supposed to care more about our liberty than they do about partisan politics? They have disappeared. They're not there. And that's why I'm the one writing the books now. Get Trump. I'm the one who's trying as a liberal Democrat. As I've said over and over again, I voted against Trump twice. I have a constitutional right to vote against him a third time. And don't stop me from doing that. It don't stop you from voting for him. We shouldn't have district attorneys making the decision who can run for um, president. That is banana republic. And we're moving toward that. And it has to stop. And There's no mechanism. You know, in California, there was a mechanism. You could withdraw and remove the district attorney. Um, And if New York had a Republican governor, uh, they would be removing the district attorney. But with a Democratic governor and no recall provisions, um, you know, the district attorney gets his way and there'll probably be an indictment. I don't know if it'll be tomorrow or not. I don't know if we'll do a perp walk and handcuffs. All of that, of course, would strengthen Donald Trump's uh, base. People will be so angry with them. I've gotten calls from people who've read my book, Get Trump, and they say, look, we, we, we would, we're planning not to vote for Trump. we were planning to vote for DeSantis. We we're planning to vote for uh, Nikki Haley. But we're going to vote for Trump because that's the way of showing opposition to this improper misuse and weaponization of the law. Um, you know, I have a better form of protest by my book then you don't have to vote for Trump. But uh, <laughs> it, 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 it is uh, it will backfire. Now, will it backfire in New York? Probably not. Probably Bragg increases his chances of getting elected. He gets his 15 minutes of fame. Even if it's reversed on appeal, he'll say, oh, that's not my fault. That's the appellate judges. I indicted him. I convicted him. Uh, vote for me. Uh, you know, we're the only country. Do you know this? But we're the only country in the Western Hemisphere, the only country in, uh, oh, in, uh, among Democratic countries that, that elects prosecutors elects prosecutors in every other country, they are civil service jobs, and they're not subject to the whims of uh, political uh, fortunes. Uh, But we have elected prosecutors, and prosecutors prosecute people based on how much good it will do them in the next election. And there's something very wrong with that.
0: Well, the whole system, I mean, I I just keep saying, you know, uh, have you tried unplugging it and plugging it back in? and reset it to factory settings. I mean, (laughs) that's what has, that's what has to happen. It is so dirty all the way through. Um, So, so Alan, what, what should the, besides buying your, your book, what what should the American people be doing right now?
3: Well, we should be protesting. I don't, call for people going out on the streets, but I do call for people writing to their senators, their congressmen, to the New York authorities, um, having shows like yours, which have a big impact on uh, national opinion, and um, make sure that we're not silent about this. We have to speak out. And your message is as clear as can be, where are the civil libertarians? Where are the people who would be saying, look, I'm in favor of Biden, I'm going to vote for him, I don't like Trump, but I don't like the way he's being treated. That's just not fair. Uh, that's the American way. The American way is to protest, to, to, to petition your government for a redress of grievances. That's in the First Amendment. And we ought to all take advantage of that. We do have a double standard of, of justice in America today. I'm representing one of the young men uh, on January 6th. He's a law school student. He was denied the opportunity to graduate, even though he was a top student because he went to the Capitol to legitimately protest patriotically and peacefully. And then he was waved into the Capitol by police. We have videotape showing it. And yet he's being prosecuted for a felony, whereas the people who destroyed property and hurt people in various parts of the country following the George Floyd murder uh, weren't being prosecuted and were being uh, honored in some ways. And so you can't have a double standard of justice. That means no standard of justice.
0: Um, Alan, do you have just five more minutes for me? Yeah. Okay, hang on. Let me take one minute. We're coming back with uh, Alan Dershowitz in 60 seconds. If you wake up every day feeling like you got hit by a truck, you have aches and pains uh, that control your life. uh, May I suggest I've spent years fighting pain myself in my hands. I could barely use my hands. I couldn't paint, and I don't know if you've seen <laughs> seen me lately in uh, the uh, number of paintings that I have been painting, but uh, I can use my hands again, and I don't feel like they've been clubbed or, you know— uh, a piano dropped on them all the time and that came from relief factor try their three-week quick start 1995 trial pack not a drug developed by doctors hundreds of thousands of people have ordered relief factor and 70 percent of them go on to order more Relieffactor.com or call 800 the number four relief 800 the number four relief get the 1995 three-week quick start relieffactor.com or call 800 the number four relief relief factor feel the difference 10 seconds station id So we're with Alan Dershowitz. Alan, let me let me change the subject here to sure. another uh, uh, family's troubles, and this one is the Biden family. With what yeah. you're seeing uh, Comer come out with um, and just looking at it at the surface, what are your thoughts on this?
3: Well, there has to be an investigation, a thorough investigation, an objective investigation. Look, I don't want to see anybody targeted. Um, but the way the criminal justice system works is— First, you find the crime Were crimes committed. Then you look for who did the crime. You don't look to find crimes on particular people. So um, there should be a thorough and complete investigation. And whoever is guilty should be prosecuted. But it should be done not on a partisan political basis. It should be done on the basis of just fair justice.
0: So why would his team say, because they've said forever that it wasn't his laptop, wasn't his laptop. Why would they now go in and try to say, to sue the guy uh, from the computer repair store and say, you, you violated my privacy.
3: It's a very hard uh, line to draw to say it wasn't my laptop, but I have standing to protest it's being ob- obtained. Uh, also, when you bring a counterclaim, as he did, you open yourself up to massive discovery. And so he'll be deposed. There'll be interrogatories. He'll be asked questions about his father it was not i think the wisest decision for him to uh, bring this lawsuit and i don't know who advised him to do it i would not have advised him to do it
0: um and when you have something like the family getting paid by a an energy company does anybody i mean do, you, do you, i mean how does that work you could say well yeah they were they were on payroll but what was Hallie biden bringing to this communist energy company?
3: Well, there are cases, prosecutions, where people have been prosecuted for fake jobs, uh, for jobs for which they were not qualified. And the uh, investigation is to determine whether they would disguise bribes. Uh, that's a fair point to investigate, but the proof has to be beyond a reasonable doubt mm. that it was. I mean, you can make the argument that, yeah, they were hired not because they had this brilliant talent, but because they were well-connected. Well, that's done all the time. You have to show something beyond that. You have to show essentially a quid pro quo. And that might not be easy to do, but having an investigation, getting to the bottom of it, that's also the
0: American way. So can I ask you another question on another topic? Sure. And this is on the financial sure. situation. Our FDIC just decided with the Treasury that they were going to cover everything, all deposits. But then they came out and said, well, but, We're just going to decide which banks get that treatment. Um, That's causing all kinds of confusion. That's not the way we do business in America. We have laws and rules. And is there is there any violation of anything here? It has to be a single standard. And there you can bring
3: lawsuits and lawsuits against the FDIC, lawsuits against the government. It has to be a single standard. You can't say, we pick and choose among depositors and banks. um, And I think in the end, they will cover everybody. Uh, It's in the best interests of America to make sure that no individual depositor uh, loses money. Uh, The Investors, sure. People who are speculating on the stock, uh, we're not protecting them. But we have to protect the typical American who puts his her um, retirement in a bank, in IRA, or
0: something like that. Does that mean that— That, that has to be your Does divide, that yeah. also include businesses?
3: Yeah, I think it includes businesses. You might you can have a limit, I and mean, there are limits, of course, on EIC right. insurance. So the big, big, giant companies probably are only covered uh, to a small amount. I'm not an expert in yeah, it. Yeah. I know. Um, I make sure to keep my money uh, spread around to make yeah. sure that if there's any failure, it, it doesn't impact me greatly. Right. I think uh, Americans should always take precautions with their investments.
0: Um, Alan, thank you so much. And, oh, it's uh, always my
3: pleasure. Keep doing great
0: things. Thank you. Uh, the name of the book is Get Trump. Uh, he is the host of The Durst Show, which is a podcast, um, Alan Dershowitz. I don't always agree with him, um, but I... I I will tell you, I always expect to hear the Constitution from him and a protection of civil liberties and rights. Even though we can disagree with each other greatly, uh, he is very, very rare. And we need more people like that on both sides, on both sides. You know, paying off a hooker, I mean a a porn star, not, not a good idea, not a good idea. The Glenn Beck Program. Go to jail, uh, felony? No, it's a misdemeanor. Um, let me tell you about to preborn. If the left spent half as much energy fighting for good causes in this country as they do fighting to maintain the murderous institution of abortion, they'd be heroes of the Republic. I just think they're on the wrong side. The overturning of Roe versus Wade, we're looking at nearly one in five pregnancies ending in abortion. Over half of those abortions. ...will come in the form of the abortion pill. The abortion pill is... I've got a story on that. It, well, it's in show prep today. You can read it today. It's going to be a few days before I can get to it. But you should, um, you should read it at Glenbeck.com. This is just a bloodbath in America with this abortion pill. Listen, for $28, you can provide a mom who comes in and says, I, I think I want to get an abortion. For $28, you can give them a free ultrasound, okay? And that changes, like 60 or 80% of the people that come in and say they want an abortion. Changes their mind. Help them hear the heartbeat and see their baby. Dial pound 250, say the keyword baby, pound 250, or preborn.com slash Beck. Sponsored by Preborn. If you're a longtime listener of this program, you know that I am always concerned about the financial uh, crisis. It stems uh, back to 2008, which um, I thought at the time, back in 2006 and 7, I was telling you this, a big one, could cause a depression. What I didn't foresee is that the federal government would, what was it George Bush said, violate the free market system to save the free market system. Instead, um, we did not save the free market system. What we did was make the problem bigger. At the time in 2008, our banks were too big. They're too big to fail. We got to break these big banks up. Well, nobody did that in 2008. In fact, the opposite happened. They got bigger. And now what's happening? They're bailing things out and making the bigger banks even bigger. Uh, Credit Suisse just rolled into another bank. This is what's going to happen. They're just going to start it's we're going to end up with four banks, and then we'll end up with the Fed, okay um, And by violating the free market, everything went off the rails. Last week, banks borrowed a combined one hundred and sixty four point eight billion dollars from two Federal Reserve backstop facilities. um And so you know. Uh, Data published by the Fed showed $152.85 billion in borrowing from the discount window. Uh, Then um, they did a record high from $4.85 billion the previous week. So they went from $5 billion to $152 billion in a week. The prior all-time high was in 2008. And that's when the banks got together and they borrowed $111 billion. That was at the height of the financial crisis. Remember, we're not in a financial crisis. We had a little bump in the road. Everything is fine. They borrowed $152 billion. So, what, $41 billion more than they did in 2008. To be fair, with inflation, that $111 billion is $94 trillion today. <laughs> <laughs> the data also showed... billion in borrowing from the new emergency backstop known as the bank term funding program, which was launched last week. Other credit extensions totaled one hundred and forty two point eight billion dollars. So you got all that. You got all that uh, happening in the background of everybody telling you that it is fine. I want you to know if you're a longtime listener, you know that I freak out about these things. I said last week, I don't think this is it, but it's going to look a lot like this uh, when it does come. Uh, And I want to spend just a couple of minutes here talking to you about uh, what is coming eventually. I, I could be wrong. This could be it. I don't think it is. But I am growing more cautious by seeing what's happening behind the scenes. Lots of planes, lots of planes flew in to see Warren Buffett uh, over the weekend after Warren Buffett had a phone call with Joe Biden about the banking system. All these people, we don't know who they are. and We think they went and met with Warren Buffett. We don't know. But what I do know is in 2008, we were trying to stop. A depression remember they said the entire banking system was about to collapse and it would have put us in a depression there's 23 trillion dollars in the US banking system today and everything is interconnected the contagion meaning one bank Falls then it's dominoes it goes across the water and it will collapse everything Unless you're disconnected. Hello, Russia. Unless you're disconnected from that banking system. The banks were saved in 2008. But just that crisis, with them being saved, we had unemployment at uh, nearly 11%. We are now looking at a bigger problem if it fails. We're looking first at our big, local, and regional banks. The government will have to bail them out. By the way, do not take your money out of those uh, banks. You will be FDIC insured. If you're a business, check with a bank. But don't take your money out because that will collapse the system. They provide 60% of all of our commercial loans. If the small banks collapse... 60% of all of our loans and our businesses collapse. Be very, very bad. We are not looking at a depression situation. We are looking at a complete collapse of the West if this happens. You'll have social unrest, but I think you're already, I mean, the government is souping this up already. It will happen not only here, but all over the western world that will cause a further breakdown of supply chains if you lose 60 percent of your business funding for your businesses in your country uh what does that mean it means you're going to have lots of people uh without jobs they're not making things which then what happens if you have the supply chain you first need to worry about medicine and food because that will be of a real concern But if businesses lose their capital, they lose their ability to produce products and services, they lose their ability to employ, people lose their jobs. That would make for worse inflation, maybe hyperinflation, because the federal government will bail everybody out and all of that money will be circulating And fewer goods, if the global economy would collapse, fewer goods will be coming in. So the price of those goods could go to hyperinflation. The issue is that the middle class, the working class, the poorer class, they're the ones who are going to bear the brunt of most of this. Last time around from 2007 to 2011, 5.7 million people. Had their houses foreclose or short sale, we are looking at a possible and it i I really truly believe this will happen before twenty twenty five so you you need to mentally prepare this is a completely different world if this happens, and if it happens, it will happen quickly. We are headed towards a currency reset if it's a Uh, If it is a cryptocurrency, if it is a central bank digital uh, coin, CBDC, we're going to get bargaining. And here's what's going to happen. The government will step in and say, this is too big for anybody else to handle. We'll handle it with the Fed. We're resetting the currency. It's going to be a, a digital dollar. It'll be in the Fed. Every American has an account now with the Fed. Um, we will give you more than what your dollar is worth right now for the first, I don't know, eight weeks. Your dollar will be worth a $1.25. So get your digital currency now. And in six weeks, it's going to be worth a buck. And six weeks after that, it'll be worth 75 cents. Eventually, it will be worth nothing and it will force everybody into a digital currency, which will ultimately uh, control absolutely everything you do uh, and a lower standard of life. But a lot of people will be happy because there's some normalcy. It also would mean most likely uh, a war. All of these things are are, are beyond possible right now. The financial and the reset to a digital currency is not just possible. It is probable. The war. I don't know. What would you say, Stu? Probable or just still possible? Uh, probable. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, yeah. Probable. So you, you have to get yourself in a different mindset. Please, I told my wife uh, and I'll tell you, I want to tell you what I would tell my own family. We got to go shopping tonight. You know, we have our emergency food, but if this happens, you'll have a breakdown uh, worse than COVID. You won't be getting the money. The money will start to inflate quickly. Prices will spiral out of control. And when you have, especially in some areas, when you have a breakdown of trucking or, or supply chains, you're going to have a hard time getting things. So uh, I would just recommend do not hoard, but grab some extra things uh, and have them ready. This may not be the time, but I like to sleep at night. Take care of your family. Do the right things. Do not panic. Panic makes this whole thing happen. So do not panic. Back in just a second. How do people continue to have faith in socialism after it has failed over and over and over again and caused so much pain and suffering? I mean, we can chart all of this stuff to the violation of the free market principles. Everything that's happening. As it turns out, if you create a coordinated propaganda machine that infiltrates the mainstream media, entertainment, and your educational system, kids grow up thinking socialism and Marxism is neat and compassionate. Many families have turned to the Tuttle Twins to help fight back and teach their kids about personal responsibility, about free markets, entrepreneurship, limited government. The left hates these books. You might even see them bashing them. They're gaining momentum right now. They've sold over four million books so far because people like you uh, who are awake to the truth and you want to pass that truth on to your children, they will not get it through osmosis right now. The Tuttle Twins has a new cartoon and to celebrate the success they would like to send you a free dvd with some of the episodes of that cartoon you can order a set of their kids books at tuttletwinsbeck.com this week only that's tuttletwinsbeck.com you get the set and you'll get a free dvd with episodes of their cartoon when you order the books it's this week only tuttletwinsbeck.com this is the glenn Beck program There's a story in the Daily Mail today, and I, I want to I just want you to track back where all these problems are stemming from. We say that, you know, oh, we we want to we want to fix this problem. The government comes in and fixes something and it becomes worse than they fix it again. And it becomes worse because the government shouldn't be fixing these things. It's not their place. They should be worried about the things that are are in the Constitution. Listen to this story. A woman who asked not to be named the Daily Mail uh, says she rushed her mother to Mount Sinai Hospital on Madison Avenue, which is a really nice place uh, in New York, on March 8th, because she suspected the 67-year-old was having a stroke. This was ruled out by a CAT scan carried out within 10 minutes. But then a nightmarish day for the cancer sufferer and her daughter began as they were left waiting in the ER in limbo, desperate to find out what was going on. Every corner was filled with people, she said, describing trash littering the floor, urine pots used by male patients kicked over and homeless people seeking treatment but totally ignored by staff. It comes amid patient backlogs and staffing shortages after the pandemic that stretched New York hospitals to the breaking point and sparked strikes by nurses. Now, what's causing this? First of all, um, the homeless problem is through the roof. Why? Well, the mayor will say it's because we have an open border. The mayor of New York will say they're overwhelmed because of the border. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine that, Mr. Mayor. Imagine what it's like here in Texas on the border. What else caused this? Thousands of nurses quit the profession when COVID-19 forced them into uh, working grueling hours while being exposed to the deadly disease. Also, people were fired because they wouldn't take the COVID vaccine. In addition to the lack of staff, many elderly and vulnerable people avoided doctors and surgeries during the pandemic created a a patient backlog. Many of them are deadly, and they have gone undiagnosed and untreated. More than 7,000 nurses went on strike in January over work and pay conditions. They reached a settlement. However, the system remains under massive strain. A video taken by the woman on March 8th from Mount Sinai's chaotic ER ward showed an elderly woman complaining after being wheeled out of the room she was being treated in and into a hallway i want to be in a room not a hallway i was in a room just now she yells at the hospital staff you want me to get critical because i'll get critical real quick how about that off camera the woman then started hurling bottles of water in anger photos from the ward show the nurses chatting and using their iphones despite the unfolding chaos around them One orderly was even seen watching a soccer match on a computer, apparently oblivious to the parents, uh, to the patient's suffering um, in the ward. Pans of urine and vomit were left lying for anyone in the overcrowded ward to knock over at any moment. A woman said nobody ever offered her mother um, any help uh, if she needed help using the bathroom No one was to be found later that night when she got to go up on her own. She stepped in a puddle of urine when uh, she asked a staff member if it was always like this. She was told that it had been this way for the last two years. This is Mount Sinai on Madison Avenue in New York. If you don't know New York, Madison Avenue is where a lot of very, very, very wealthy people live. This is Mount Sinai. This is the condition of the hospital in New York. Imagine what the bad hospitals are like. What is this all caused by? This is all caused by all of the things the government has done. Almost all of these. It was, let's shut down the whole system. Let's make sure that everybody is vaccinated and fire those nurses and doctors that aren't. Let's keep the borders open. Look at what they're doing. This is not a country I recognize as the United States of America. That's Cuba. That's Venezuela. And that's where we're headed unless America wakes up. The Glenn Beck Program.
1: Entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: Hello, you sick, twisted freak. Welcome to the program. Well, there's, I don't know, nothing really big going on. I mean, other than maybe for the first time in American history, a president might be taken away in handcuffs. Uh, You know, that and the banking thing. Oh, and China's meeting with Russia, oh, oh yeah. And Saudi Arabia and Iran are suddenly friends with each other and not friends with us or Israel. So, but on that, you know, what else is going on? <sighs> Practically nothing. All right, let me tell you about our uh, our sponsor, This Half Hour, it's American Financing. Right now, mortgage rates, might not be as high as you think uh they've been coming down and uh god help us if they raise these interest rates again jeez um it's uh it's much lower than the average credit card rate which is going to continue to go on uh go up the average is 20 21 percent for a credit card for your mortgage it's around six may i suggest that uh you you get rid of those credit card debt as fast as you can because they are going to go up in interest rates and you'll never be able to get out of them and it's better to pay six percent interest as opposed to 21 percent interest roll them into your mortgage you could be uh, end up being able to delay up to two mortgage payments and close in as little as 10 days that will take a lot of pressure off you Please call American Financing now if you're interested at 800 906 2440. 800 906 2440. No obligation. Call them now. Americanfinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 1 dot www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. All right. So uh, I've been very interested to hear what uh, Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, Uh, other members of the GOP, uh, people in Congress, any, any leader, what are you saying about Donald Trump? What are you saying about this district attorney coming after Donald Trump for a misdemeanor and trying to make it into a felony and possibly arresting a former president? Now, personally, I have... Always been for arresting of Nixon, uh, arresting of Hillary Clinton, not the arresting of Bill Clinton, because his was a lie. He perjured himself. He should have paid the price for perjury. (sighs) I if Donald Trump would have been working with the uh, Russians, I would have said impeach him and possibly Put him in jail for treason. But that didn't happen. They have a man and they're trying to find the crime. That is un-American. Hillary Clinton violated similar things by uh, having the uh, the uh, hurricane. What was it called? Uh, GPS, hurricane GPS. Her campaign funded that. Didn't tell the FBI. Nothing. They were funding that she got nailed for it. They had to pay her campaign, had to pay uh, a fine for it. You think of fusion GPS, yeah, fusion yeah, GPS. Okay. Thank you. Fusion GPS. Um, Too many it, scandals to keep them. All I know. <laughs> I know. So she's uh, uh, she paid a fine for it. She didn't go to jail. I think Hillary Clinton should have been prosecuted for the taking of uh, sensitive documents top secret in her case she had her people cut top secret off the top in a skiff cut it off scan them then send them to her well that's clear that you knew these weren't supposed to come out of the skiff you instructed people to do it but they didn't prosecute but now because it's donald trump He pays off Stormy Daniels, and he doesn't pay. It's not a bribe. It was a settlement. He settled a case. That happens all the time. But he did it so it wouldn't hurt his uh, chance to be elected instead of the embarrassment with his family, etc., etc. How are you going to prove that? How are you going to prove that? So I suggest today that you get on the phone with your member of the GOP, whichever and, and as, as many as you possibly can dial, and I mean local all the way to the top. Governments are instituted among men to protect rights. They haven't pre- protected our First Amendment right. The GOP hasn't. No matter what they say, They'll they'll do lip service to this. They'll appoint a judge, but then they won't. Has the GOP made anybody pay uh, pay the price for what they did to parents in Virginia, calling them terrorists? Has anybody paid the price for that? Has the GOP been on a march to make sure that was Stopped? No, I'd say there's a few members of Congress that are doing a good job. They've got a hearing going on right now. But do you see anyone with the zeal that those parents deserve? Do you see anyone going up against Adam Schiff for the role he played in all of the lies about Donald Trump? See anybody going to jail for anything that anyone has done wrong? And more importantly, do you feel there's a warrior in the GOP for you? Hey, here's an idea for the press. You want to know why Donald Trump is so popular? Because they feel he understands them and is fighting for them as well as himself. That's why people like Donald Trump. Because they feel like everybody that they don't like is against him. And they're against him because he's standing in the way to get to us. That's the way most Trump supporters feel. It's the way I feel. Where is the where are the party leaders? Where are the leaders in the Senate and the House that will stand up today passionately, like Chip Roy did on this program an hour and a half ago, and say, enough, enough, this has to stop. So you call every member and you say, not a dime is coming your way. I want you to stand up against the violation of our rights and the violation of Donald Trump's right We have a banana republic. We sent you there to protect and defend the Constitution. I don't think you're doing enough. Somebody's got to stand up. This is a way for you to protest and not be set up or not be find yourself in a situation where somebody does something stupid or intentional or planned. And you get blamed for it. You call them. Burn up those phone lines. You call them. Also, you know, I've been talking to you today about bracing yourself for some, for some economic turmoil. Uh, because that is, that is coming. Uh, so, is the, um, so is digital currency. So let me tie these two things together. Donald Trump and digital currency. Ron DeSantis just came out uh, and said he's fighting a central bank digital currency. This is probably the most important fight you could fight right now is against digital currency. And your state is about to pass something with the UCC. It's in every state and it's going to make it. So digital currency is there here. Here, let me give you one example of why central bank digital currency is so bad. Stu, do you have Bitcoin? Uh, yes, I do. Okay. Um, Although and, I lost it in a boating accident. Right. Okay. So you have Bitcoin. Um, do you have a place? Who, where's, what's your off-ramp for that? Where, how can you get your money? I mean, currently, you could sell it and, have, uh, and spend it in, for fiat currency. Or, right. And is there like a bank or an exchange or yeah. something? Mm-hmm. Is there more than one? Yeah. And can you take that Bitcoin out and put it on a hard drive and it's yours? Sure. Okay, good. A federal coin, you get fed up with your exchange, the Federal Reserve. Can you take your money out and put it someplace else? Can you take a Fed coin out and put it someplace else? Nope. It's a totally opposite concept. Exactly right. It doesn't, it's not Yours, it's theirs. You can't pull your money out because it's not yours. It's their digital currency. There's no there's no competition. You're not taking it out. You're using it the way they want you to use it. Anyway, Ron DeSantis came out and he was talking about this, and then he was asked a question about Donald Trump. Listen
4: wanted to know what your thoughts are on the rumored trump indictment and if you have any role in it um, if charges are brought on him will you have any role in extradition to new york so i've seen rumors swirl i have not seen any facts uh yet and so i don't know what's going to happen but i do know this the the manhattan district attorney is a soros funded prosecutor and so he like other soros funded prosecutors they weaponize their office to impose a political agenda on society at the expense of the rule of law and public safety. He has downgraded over 50% of the felonies to misdemeanors. He says he doesn't want to even have jail time for the vast, vast majority of crimes. And what we've seen in Manhattan is we've seen the the, the crime rate go up and we've seen citizens become less safe. And so you're talking about this situation with, and look. I don't know what goes into paying hush money to a porn star to to secure silence over some type of alleged affair. I just, I can't speak to that. (laughs) But what I can speak to is that if you have a prosecutor who is ignoring crimes happening every single day in his jurisdiction, and he chooses to go back many, many years ago uh, to try to use something about porn star hush money payments, you know, that's an example of pursuing a political agenda and weaponizing the office. And um, I think that that's fundamentally wrong. I also think it's important to point out when you're talking about these Soros-funded prosecutors, yes, they may do a high-profile politicized prosecution, uh, and that's bad, but the real victims are ordinary New Yorkers Ordinary Americans in all these different jurisdictions, that they get victimized every day because of the reckless political agenda that these Soros DAs bring to their job. They ignore crime, and they empower criminals, and that hurts people. hurts a lot of people every single day. These Soros district attorneys are a menace to society, and I'm just glad that I'm the only governor in the country that's actually removed one. From office during my tenure and in terms of um, our our, our, we are not involved in this won't be involved in this Uh, i have no interest in getting involved in some type of manufactured circus by some soros da okay he's trying to do a political spectacle he's trying to virtue signal for his base Uh, i've got real issues i got to deal with here in the state of florida we're obviously shutting down uh cbdc which is important we've got so many things pending in front of the legislature Uh, i've got to spend my time on issues that actually matter to people Uh, i can't spend my time uh worrying about uh things things of that nature so so we're not going to be involved in it in any way um i'm fighting for floridians and i'm fighting back against biden that's what i do every single day
0: interesting it's a skillful response i think to that yeah (laughs) Um, however, it is a Floridian that is being extradited. Yeah, but he's saying he won't participate in it. I know. I know. That's a big, that's, that's certainly news. The governor is not going to participate in this. Yes, it is. Does it hurt him? Help him? Is it the right thing to do? Wrong thing to do.
3: I
1: think it helps. I think it helps him certainly in the primary, um, because it, uh, it shows that he's not going to target his opponents. Because he has an opportunity to, unlike what the Soros DAs are doing, right? He, the Soros DAs have an opportunity to target people they don't like in politics and are doing choosing to do so. Desantis is saying, "I'm not." I mean, he could obviously try to make this into a more serious thing to hurt Trump in this primary, and he's not. He, but I he also could be.
0: He, I don't. I don't know if there's anything a governor could do, but I think it will be perceived by many people who are for trump or people who just think this is an injustice that uh he's not doing anything and there's sometimes you can't well he and I, and i think what he th- can do is remove soros
1: D- uh, da's in his own state correct and he's done that already uh, which is important uh, i think you know i think what's skillful about that response i think is look obviously donald trump is correctly making this into an issue of him being victimized by this system mm-hmm. right he is right on this now trump likes to say he's a victim all the time and he's not sometimes he exaggerates that a tad. this is a real
0: case where this is blatantly just political prosecution the the, the uh, statute of limitations on this first of all it's a misdemeanor it should second, be second they're trying to escalate it to yeah. a
1: felony so they can make the statute of limitations go away correct which is just you know ridiculous ridiculous but like what he's saying there is saying, hey, this is a bigger issue than one guy. And the real victims here are people who all over the country, by the way, not just in Florida, but all over the country, voters who might maybe even lean to the left at, at times uh, are being victimized by this approach where they are taking high profile cases and going after political enemies and then letting every other murderer out of prison to go murder and rape some more. And so I think it was a smart idea to, to broaden it. Look, you know, he's not in this race yet. And he's in a weird spot here because mm-hmm. everyone mm-hmm. acts and treats him as if he's in the race. He's certainly acting often as if he's in this race, but he's not actually in the race. So yet. he's not in that position yet where yet. he is yet where he is going to attack Donald Trump. But I think it's smart to pick and choose where you go after a guy. Oh, going, I, if he just tried to escalate this, wow! The the porn star thing is the biggest issue, and he should be prosecuted. You could see that being an approach from a political opponent.
0: That would that, be that'd suicide. Be dumb. dumb. that would be dumb. You know, I think he. It's I think not, he because well. it's not. It's not it's not principles. I mean, right. He got his line in about the porn star. <laughs> yes. Cause that is was, a principle, you know, you know, like <laughs> the porn star thing, you know, and the, and you, but you didn't pay hush money. You settled a case that happens all the yeah, time, I mean, I but think, it's still, you know, yeah, I still, it's a porn star. Okay. So, you know, and look, hush money is
1: not a terrible description of what went on there. Right. Like yeah, as, as Alan Dershowitz pointed we out, we would earlier call in the that show.
0: settling a case. If it was Bill Clinton and Paula Jones, I wouldn't call it that. I would call it hush money. Mm -hmm. Okay, because look, the reason Donald Trump,
1: I'm sure he's very concerned about what Melania thinks about that particular relationship. But in reality, 10 days before an election, the reason that payment is being made is because of the election Mm. is not it, Mm. it is not that is why he did it. And that's, you know, look, we've already, we had a chance to to go over this in 2020. You got a chance to decide
0: if that was, if you wanted to vote for him or not based on that. Not a lot of people did. Back in just a second, you have a lot of work to do in the country. We all do. It seems like the battle is always uphill. Unfortunately, uh, it feels that way with the constant efforts to destroy America from within. But hope persists. And one of the things you can do is do business with businesses who stand for the same principles that you and I stand for and that's Patriot Mobile. America's only Christian conservative wireless provider offers dependable nationwide uh, coverage on all of the three major networks. That means you'll get the best possible service wherever wherever you're at. If you're not satisfied, the coverage guarantee lets you switch to different networks for free without changing carriers. Most importantly, You're doing business with a company that supports free speech, sanctity of life. They're in the fight, actually swinging. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team will make this switching really easy. So just go to patriotmobile.com slash beck right now, or you can call one of them right now at 878-PATRIOT. Please, we've got to come together. 878-PATRIOT. 878-PATRIOT. Save money, get great phone service, and... Be with a company that's fighting for you. PatriotMobile.com slash back. Ten seconds. station ID. Because this press conference happened just a few minutes ago, I haven't had a chance to really uh, see what he said about digital currency. Yeah, it's funny because the, the Trump thing is going to get all the, the press. Yeah. But the, the digital currency thing is much
1: more important specific, you know, as it comes to DeSantis's role in this. Uh, DeSantis said the state of Florida will be calling on the legislature to expressly forbid centralized bank digital currencies for use in the state's commercial code as a method of protected Floridians from economic or financial surveillance. He said, quote, as we've come to learn any way that they can get into society to exercise their agenda, they will do it. So what the central bank digital currency is about is surveilling Americans and controlling behavior of Americans um he talks goes on to talk about esg he says uh he says the said centralized digital currency was a way to implement more control over the populace referencing the way such systems according to the governor operates in china nigeria and the bahamas as examples i don't even need to think here what are they going to do these esg factors you go and buy gasoline if you bought too much gasoline they won't allow you to use this to make a transaction who knows whether they would let you buy a firearm or things they disapprove of. So you're opening up a can of worms and handling a
0: central bank huge amounts of power. So really on the same line you've been talking yeah. about. Yeah, and this is going to become an issue faster than you think. Uh, if you think that the dollar is uh, stable, you are very wrong. This banking uh, collapse is in its beginning stages. It may not happen right away, but it is coming Uh, And war is also on the horizon. We've got a few issues to deal with as a, quote, superpower. More in a minute. The Glenn Beck Program. Team leader, closer, expert. These are the terms that apply to people that my company, realestateagentsitrust.com, work with. It's realestateagentsitrust.com, and I'm guessing the name gives away something about these agents. I trust them. What's more important is that I believe you will trust them once you get to know them and work with these people. They are people of integrity. They're hardworking, informed people who are some of the top sellers in their industry and in your area. When it comes time to both buy or sell a house or buy and sell a house, um, these people are going to be the people you want to work with. Most of them are fans of the program, so you don't have to worry about, is this the master bedroom? (sighs) Master bedroom, why would you even say? Oh, shut up. They will also be able to uh, help you get the right price for your house, both on the selling and the buying. Reach out today. You'll see what I mean. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Just tell us where you're moving, where you're selling, and we'll match you up with a great real estate agent. Realestateagentsitrust.com. The Blaze will not be censored.
1: You can save 20 bucks off your subscription right now at blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is, will not be censored.
0: Dave McCormick uh, would have been our uh, US Senator from Pennsylvania if Pennsylvania hadn't gone insane. But uh, I digress. He's uh, with us now. He's got a new book out called "Superpower in Peril." Um, are we still a superpower? We are, but we're going to lose it. We're on the we're on the wrong way, Glenn. Yeah, we're headed the wrong direction. Big time. I mean, yeah. when Saudi Arabia and Iran start an alliance <laughs> together, I mean, what <laughs> right. is Brokered our power? Brokered by China, right?
5: <laughs> is that crazy? <laughs> crazy.
0: Yeah. So, um, you know, you were um, CEO of Bridgewater Associates, which is a huge investment management firm. Uh, You also were uh, Department of Commerce, National Security Council, uh, U.S. Treasury. Um, So you can talk about a lot of things. So uh, in the time that we have, let's first talk about how much trouble are we in with the financial sector right now?
5: Yeah, we're in trouble. I mean, the the whole premise of superpower imperils were in decline and what's happening now economically is a good example of that. And it's easy to get focused on the bank. And I'll talk about the bank in a minute, Silicon Valley Bank. But what's happened is a direct consequence of terrible policies under Joe Biden. yes, Excessive spending, 40% increase in discretionary spending. It's uh, $31 trillion of debt. These three hugest pieces of legislation that's driven up inflation. Um, Fed had to raise rates and that's created a big mismatch. In our economy, between liabilities and assets. Mm-hmm. And that mismatch is putting pressure on banks. Unfortunately, the Silicon Valley Bank, terribly managed, terribly managed, terrible oversight by our regulators. We don't need more regulation. We need our regulators to do their job. But unfortunately, it's the canary in the coal mine. And I think there's more bad things to come.
0: I think the canaries are all dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, could somebody be. just nobody has noticed yet. Yeah, hey, guys, yeah. the
5: birds aren't moving could anymore. Be. Um, could be. And, and what's happened? This is a response uh, to protect. Yeah. The uninsured depositors in Silicon Valley Bank. And what happened there, just to make it clear, is that the rich venture capital guy down the street had his deposits protected. Right. The guy who had the lawn mowing service that mowed the lawn around Silicon Valley Bank, it was a creditor, he got wiped out. So that's the consequence of this policy. It's a, it's a little bit of what the Joe Biden administration keeps doing, which is taking care of the elites at the expense of folks in Bloomsburg, Pennsylvania, where I grew up.
0: I was talking to uh, Alan Dershowitz about an hour ago, and I said, I mean, you have to have something written down. It can't be like, yeah, you know what, Bank of Omaha, we're not going to bail you out. Right. It can't be that way. Right. Sixty percent of all of our, uh, all of our loans for commercial purposes go through local banks right that is devastating devastating no doubt and what's happened there's eight trillion dollars
5: of uninsured deposits and we've certainly the policymakers have certainly set an expectation that those guys are going to be protected on uninsured deposits too and that has lots of consequences
0: so let me switch uh, quickly I-, I think we are on the road to war and I mean World War Three, destructive all-encompassing war that we haven't seen in 90 years. Do you agree with that or not? Do you mean with China? Uh, with China, Russia, it's, yeah. I mean- We're on a path. Th- we're on a path where this thing is Absolutely. gonna be- Absolutely,
5: we're, we're at huge risk and weakness in our leadership is at the core of that risk. And um, you know the, the mishandling of Afghanistan, I think, sent a, a, a shockwave oh. across the world. That's one of the reasons I jumped into the Senate race. It was such a disgusting thing to see America so humiliated on the global stage. The signals given to Putin with Nord Stream 2 invited Putin's aggression in. Correct. And uh, and so we need to do two things at the same time. We need to build our muscle at home. We need to go to the gym. That's what the book Superpower and Parallel is about. We ed- need to educate our people. We need to confront China. We need to sc- secure the country. But we also need to project that strength abroad in a way that makes complete sense and is in America's interest. And that's why we need to take on China in a very smart and thoughtful way to stop any aggressive behavior.
0: So we are becoming, however, so weak and they know it. I mean, 2008, everybody said I was crazy. I said, there's going to come a time where you'll have communists, you'll have uh, revolutionaries that are anarchists, you'll have Islamists, you'll have all these people who are against us all work together to drop us to the bat. And not that they're coordinating. They just see now they are weak. We can right. help push them over. Well, absolutely. And that's
5: what, I mean, two meetings in the last two weeks. So the orchestration of Iran, Saudi Arabia with China in Jeez. the middle. and now. A, but that's a vacuum. Yes. That's a vacuum. Yes. There was a vacuum. If you're Saudi Arabia and you've been a longstanding ally of the United States and you see what's happened over the last two years, you say, listen, I need to look elsewhere. That's what mm-hmm. happened. And with she's. Uh, Engagement with Putin to try to uh, neg- on the side of Putin to try to negotiate peace in Ukraine. That's another example of a belief that American leadership is weak. And this is China. China has a plan oh, for yeah. global domination. The question is, what's our plan?
0: <sighs> and
5: that's the book. That's the book.
0: Because <laughs> there, there doesn't seem to be a plan in, in your book. You, you talk about bringing credibility back to our institutions and yeah. cleaning them up. How, how do you even do that? Our kind It is so infested with corruption. And I mean, from all sides. Yeah. How are you going to clean this uh, up? How do you clean up the State Department, let alone the state and uh, Department of Interior and EPA and. Uh, I mean, you know, it, 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 I'm not. I don't want to minimize
5: it. I don't want to minimize it. The first thing we got to do is we got to we got to win elections. <laughs> we got to get our leaders in place leaders at the top drive change, whether it's in corporate America or whether it's in the country, leaders at the top drive change. And so if I was secretary of defense or secretary of commerce or secretary of treasury, it starts with the top of bringing clarity to mission and driving out a whole progressive ideology that's deeply embedded uh, in our institutions. We need to win elections and we need to have good ideas and we need to have great leaders who can win elections. And that's the key. And I, I I don't wanna be overly optimistic, but let me say the following. I remember 1979. Mm -hmm. uh stagflation america was weak on the world stage it
0: it felt over
5: humiliation 80 percent of americans glenn thought the country was heading in the wrong direction it felt a lot like now yeah i was 15 at the time right?
0: right about same age
5: yes you were same age so now four years later i'm at west point walking down those beautiful walkways those beautiful mountains america was back inflation was in check the economy was on fire we were building back our defense we won the cold war Six years later. Now, Ronald Reagan's solutions from then aren't our solutions for now. Correct. But leadership is the answer. Leadership is the key. We got to get the right people in the right spots and we can drive change.
0: Do you see, I mean, I'm not asking you to endorse anybody. Do you see leadership either announced or unannounced yet? That- I,
5: well, I, it's too early to tell, but I'm hoping, I'm hoping that the conversation that will take place in our primary will be mostly about the future yes and when i say that that doesn't mean we didn't need not need to call balls and strikes on the terrible things we're seeing but i'm convinced from my time on the campaign trail we need to spend our time talking about how to bring back america and the people of pennsylvania and i think the people of the country want to hear that i think
0: that's what ronald reagan why he was successful that's right he talked about look this isn't that hard yeah it's not and and it really isn't if if you have leadership dedicated i'm so Pissed off at the Republicans, I, I can barely see straight. Yeah, the, the their job is to protect and defend the Constitution, and it is violated in a hundred different ways every day it seems, and nobody seems in Washington. Very few seem to have the fire. Um, within them to say enough is enough and call out their own party right. if need be, because you're playing the game, right? Somebody's got to stand up.
5: We, we, I don't think we can win the game. We don't want to win the game. We want to save the country. Yes. And Saving the country requires us to to stand on principle. I was just earlier this week. I went to the Reagan library. I did a thing there. Andrew Jackson is on the wall in Reagan's office, just like it was in uh, President Trump's office when he was president. Why is that? Because Reagan brought together the coalition of the working class Americans that are getting left behind. And that was the big takeaway on the campaign. Mm -hmm. People are so pissed off. And they have every reason to be because because yeah. the last 20 years has been terrible right. for a, a huge chunk of America. We need to bring those people into the fold. The only way to do that is with solutions that that fix what's
0: wrong with the country. And you have a very um, well laid out battle plan to renew America superpower in peril. These are the kind of books that you need to read now because we need to be pushing up to the GOP. We want a straight. I tell you, the left by this time they are absolutely strategizing on if they retain power, what they do next. Yeah. We're not doing that. Right. We're not doing that. And, and we have to. And what
5: they're planning is going is to destroy the country. Oh. So the stakes could,
0: could not be higher. Right. Um, the name of the book is Superpower in Peril, Battle Plan to Renew America. Well, one last thing. What are your thoughts on what the, what's happening with the New York uh, District attorney. Yeah. Well, I mean,
5: listen, I'm just hearing it as you are, but I think anytime our justice system seems like it's being highly politicized against anyone, including a former president, I think it, uh, it further erodes our trust in institutions. And that's, that's what I'm worried about. It's crazy.
0: Just crazy. I, I somebody, I wish we were more like hungry on one issue, ban George Soros's influence. His influence is, has dark purposes behind it almost every time. Uh, and uh, at least I think there are three countries that they were like, hey, you know, he collapsed us. Maybe we shouldn't allow him to have influence here anymore. But that's just me. Thank you so much for Thanks everything. for having me. It's A Superpower in Peril, A Battle Plan to Renew America by David McCormick. Back in a minute. All right. Uh, if you're not seriously considering um, land, food, uh, gold, you're, you're really not paying attention. Um, the central bank is looking to uh, get rid of the U.S. dollar when it's time and bring us into a central bank digital currency. It'll be the end of freedom. I'm not overstating that. It'll be the end of freedom. They will control everything. Um, you have to be able to prepare yourself for any eventuality. If you have uh, retirement funds, would you just spread it out? You know, you shouldn't have you shouldn't have uh, your stocks should be so wide and so thin that no nothing can really take you out at once. But you should also have some gold or silver. This week, Goldline is offering a special on their five dollar gold Indian and five dollar gold Liberty Coins. Every roll or box of 20 of each item, the client's going to receive uh, 100 of the one-ounce copper Mayflower rounds at no charge. Just call Goldline today. Just, I'm not telling you to do anything. Don't take my financial advice. I want you just to find out if it's right for you and your family. Be informed. Get the information. Do it today. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. The Glenn Beck Program.
1: Sign up for the free newsletter today at Glenbeck.com.
0: Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. John McWhorter, who is uh, like nobody on the left likes him, um, but he's not He's, he's not a conservative either, no. is he? No, I wouldn't say he's like yeah. a conservative guy. He's just, you know, he's, he says things that are sane, so the left hates him. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was, um, uh, he was on Bill Maher, and uh, he explained the difference between equity and equality. Listen to this.
2: What is the difference between equity and equality,
6: in your view? Oh, the, the difference is a truly sneaky, terrible thing. <laughs> equity, okay. equity is this this wormy word. The idea is that you're gonna have equality by forcing the issue, by bringing people into positions that they're not qualified for yet so that everything looks quote unquote like America. So it sounds like equality and you say equity and you figure it's the same thing. But it's a euphemism, They're they're trying to slip in without letting you know that it's gonna be equality accomplished in a way that you probably wouldn't like. It's like if you say to somebody, well, before I let you go, and you say that to them, and they didn't say that they wanted to be like usually you just wanna get rid of them. Or if you talk about diversity, well, imagine talking to Franklin D. Roosevelt about diversity. When we say diversity, what we mean is changing standards for various reasons for black and Latino, and sometimes Native American people. That's what diversity means. You just don't wanna say it. Equity means that you force equality, and you kind of weasel your way through it. And so it's like you take the word equality and you kind of knock the A-L out of it. It's like bam, bam, it's like bam, bam. And you knock it out and you've got equity. And the people who do this think that that's the right thing because they are on the side of the angels and we have to have this fake (laughs) equality. And what it it means is this, this D-E-I. It's not an accident that D-E-I is the first three letters of, of deity. These people think of themselves as gods. None of this is an accident. So that's what equity means, whether Bernie Sanders knows it or not. It's a weasel word.
0: Notice he wasn't laughing. Bill Maher laughed. Yeah. The audience didn't laugh. He wasn't laughing when he said deity. I I think he was serious. Oh, yeah. You know? And he is a he's a
1: linguist like that. Yeah. This is his line of work where he re- yeah. he really focuses on what these words mean. And the equality, equity one is one that I think slips by a lot of people unless you're sitting you know here and thinking about it all the time. Equity sounds totally fine, right? Like what's wrong with equity? But well, what was wrong with know? equality? Right? <laughs> what was wrong with equality? And again, it's that we we had this battle long ago where we made people say no we want equality of opportunity not equality of outcome and when they lost that battle because that's what people actually want they want equality of opportunity they do not want equality of outcome they don't want it they want equality of opportunity and so this is a way of changing that debate and and hiding it so that people say oh equity well equity that's what it is it is equality of outcome outcome And they lot when you say it out loud, they lose. So they come up with words
0: like this to 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 hide it. And, you know, I think it's successful with a lot of people. It is. And that's why they try also to destroy the word um, uh, merit. Yeah. Merit is a code word. Code word for what? Merit is anyone who can stand up and, you know, do something better than somebody else. And that doesn't mean that you push other people down just means content of character Content of work Work ethic I'd rather hire somebody with a great work ethic, ethic Than somebody necessarily with You know, a poor work ethic And greater skills I don't know I think the guy with a great work ethic Might end up paying off Because of merit Merit uh, Anyway We will see you tomorrow Have a safe and happy day. Now, go take on the world. The Glenn (laughs) Beck Program.